Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. The topic today is security in a merger or acquisition, and we're talking with Nalnish Gar, Principal with Diamond Management and Technology Consultants. Nalnish, thanks so much for joining me today. Glad to be here, Tom. Now, this topic is is coming up in timely fashion with the news about Wachovia yesterday. We could be looking at future mergers and acquisitions before long. I wanted to ask you, just for a set in the context, at what point in a merger and acquisition discussion does information security typically emerge? Right. Unfortunately, the answer is often too late. Uh, we've seen cases where as soon as uh, M&As are announced, the attackers out there start to scan the network of the merging companies for vulnerabilities. You see, most merging organizations are focused on assets, liabilities, finance, patents, etc. And uh, information security tends to be an overlooked area during the M&A due diligence phase. Although there are signs that the trend is changing for the better based on our own experience and those of our peers, but I don't think we're there yet. Now, I should mention also you're the chief information architect for Diamond Management and Technology Consultants, so you've got a, you've got a horse in this race, so to speak. At what point in an M&A discussion should the topic of information security come up? Yeah, I should clarify, I am the chief information security architect, uh, not, not the information architect. There's another person who holds that title. Uh, but Dan believes that InfoSec should be part of the M&A due diligence process just as intellectual property became part of M&A due diligence in the 1980s. Uh, let me explain by sharing an example. Uh, in September of 2004, LexisNexis purchased Sysant. Uh, soon after, you know, about 32,000 Sysant customer accounts were stolen, including celebrities such as Paris Hilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uncovering this information risk before the merger could have prevented the disaster. Other examples, but, you know, there should be no doubt that the consequences can be devastating for both merging and the merged organization in terms of loss of reputation, customer churn, and notification costs should personal information be compromised. Let me also stress that the objective of InfoSec due diligence is not to rubber stamp the transaction, but actually to provide the business with a complete picture of information risk so that then they can make the right types of decisions. Now, now, Nish, I know that you've developed some advice for financial institutions that might be in an M&A procedure. Could you share with us what you told me are your seven key questions? Right. So we developed seven questions to guide the executive thinking on M&A InfoSec. Uh, the questions delve into what we think are often overlooked aspects of InfoSec during an M&A. Our first question actually takes a top-down view, and, you know, it's about so let me state the question. How do we align our information security policies? So, you know, really, companies have three uh, options here. One is to adopt one policy versus the other. The second is to write the policies from scratch. And the third one is to consolidate the policies. And what we feel is, given that the policies evolve over time, the last option, which is consolidation, is usually the way to go. Once policies are aligned, then gaps must be assessed to develop the new information security strategies and then take it from that point forward. The second question is focused on access. And here, banks should be asking, what measures should we take to rationalize identity and access for employees and contractors? There are big ramifications here. Because one, neglected network connections between the trusted partners of the emerging and merged uh, banks could wreak havoc. And then secondly, but most importantly, as jobs are eliminated, Former employees with detailed knowledge of internal systems may pose a threat, too. 
So at the network layer, we're talking about reviewing and cleaning out firewall rules for both wired and wireless topologies. But, you know, access control must also be reviewed at the systems, apps, and database layer. And any unnecessary access and terminated employees must be cleaned out. Something really basic, yet sadly enough, we see this so often that we should point it out. And then one other thing that I'd like to point out here is we should call out that for publicly traded banks, user access control testing is also part of the SOX testing, which is done only for the financially relevant systems. And for this, banks should first rationalize the new list of SOX-relevant systems and then perform user access testing on those systems. So that was our second question. Our third question is focused on uh, the customer. And here the financial institutions should be asking, how should we maintain customer trust? So first, there's a case of efficiency. Even if you don't look at security, you know, just looking at efficiency, customers simply expect it. But from a security perspective, InfoSec executives should take every measure to prevent social engineering attacks, including a plan to educate customers and customer-facing personnel. After all, you don't want a scenario where a fisher cons a customer into providing the in the guise of reconciling identities. The fourth question has to do with the incident response. Here, businesses should be asking, how should we integrate our monitoring and incident response capabilities? It is paramount here that the merging banks respond swiftly and in a coordinated manner to information security incidents. Otherwise, we could have two sides pointing fingers at each other while the bad guys continue to cause damage. In addition to the obvious fallout, incidents should, could undermine the trust between the two parties and make Wall Street skittish about the deal in general. Also, as it relates to the recent red flag uh, ruling, the instant response plan and technology de dependencies will need to be revised for the newly merged bank. Our fifth question is about protecting sensitive information, including the personally identifiable information or something that's popularly known as PII. And the question here is, what is the short and long-term endpoint security solution for the combined enterprise? And I must admit that this is one of the most technical of the seven questions. And by endpoint, we mean devices such as desktops, laptops, and smartphones. However, you know, given the focus of financial institutions on preventing identity theft, this area deserves special attention, and that's why I'm bringing it up. It is likely that one of the merging organizations has a weak endpoint security solution, and the weak side introduces vulnerabilities that must be addressed both in the short term and long term. Note that this also has policy implications. Uh, for example, let's say a decision is made not to permit non-BlackBerry smartphones. And then based on that policy, there might be an action element also, which could be we will issue BlackBerrys to those who use non-compliant versions. The sixth question is focused on vendors. We must not forget that vendors play a major role in protecting our bank's information assets. So the question here is, what InfoSec standards should we stipulate for our vendors, and how should we enforce them? In the past few years, we've read about many high-profile in the media, and you know, not a day goes by when we don't see anything like that. So it's important that we bear that in mind. But the idea here is to apply the right amount of rigor by specifying and enforcing the vendor standards or adopting a new approach to vendor InfoSec management. Now the seventh and the last question uh, is around governance. And here, banks should ask, who, how will InfoSec be governed? So here, the idea is to make sure that roles and responsibilities are well-defined, the size of the merged InfoSec organization is rationalized, and then the compositions of the decision-making committees or any type of InfoSec work groups are defined. So CISOs, 
CSOs and other information security leaders should be asking these key questions during the M&A due diligence stage. So those are my seven questions that, I, you know, Tom, I would, I would think that most leaders should be thinking about. That's good. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, identity, red, identity theft, red flags, vendor management, incident response, and you're ticking them off one by one, so you're hitting all the issues I thought you probably would hit. Now, let me ask you, of these, these questions, where do you typically find institutions being strong, and what might they be overlooking in, in following through those points? You know, actually, I think that of the seven questions, the last one probably gets addressed mostly. And the other areas tend to be ignored in one fashion or the other. Uh, because, you know, when organizations are merging, people are thinking about, you know, how the groups, you know, the first thing they're thinking about is how do we organize our groups? What, what is the uh, org structure going to look like? But the other areas often tend to get overlooked, such as access management, customer perspective, the vendor management. So that's what I would say. And that's the reason why we listed the others. But even in the, even in the governance area, things like, you know, the different committees and how decisions are made, if those things are done early enough, then I think uh, banks will be very successful. When info security does come up as a discussion point, who do you find is typically leading the discussion and who should be leading that discussion? That is a really good question, Tom. You know, we believe that business, information security, and IT security should be involved in some capacity. Uh, business should drive the InfoSec due diligence, but much of the legwork must be done by InfoSec and IT security folks. But more specifically, business is involved in understanding information risk and making decisions to accept, mitigate, or transfer risk. You know, these are typical ways to treat a risk, and business makes those decisions. Information security assesses, oversees, and interprets information risks. And IT security performs the assessment of IT controls. So, you know, that in a nutshell is how we think we see, you know, different groups play the different roles. Now, in, in a particular organization, you know, they might be structured differently, but by and large, there should be groups within the organization that are addressing these three areas. Uh, in a business, of course, there's a, there are different groups that are focused on business, but a, a group that's focused on information security and another group that's probably focused on IT security. So if you could boil it all down to a piece of advice now, Nish, if my institution is embarking on a new M&A activity, what should I do first to ensure that information security is paid the attention that it's due? Yeah, what we would say is involve InfoSec during the due diligence process to uncover information risk exposures to the combined enterprise. Act swiftly on risk mitigation measures that business approves. There's no point in delaying that. Also, M&A InfoSec is not an act of individual heroism. So this isn't something where you, you know, give it to one person, expect, you know, to come back after three weeks and expect it all to be done. What you need here is dedicated objective experience resources uh, to ensure M&A success. And then Diamond believes that the old adage, no one should buy big in the poke, is true here. We say this because in this day and age, security breaches can be expensive, resulting in lost customers and damaged reputation. Therefore, you know, we feel that it pays to understand the information risk before a merger. Makes sense. Now, Nisha, it's good timely advice, and I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you, Tom. Enjoy the conversation. We've been talking with Nalnish Gar, Principal with Diamond Management and Technology Consultants. The topic has been information security in an M&A. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.